Welcome to another episode of the Forty Culture Podcast, a soccer podcast for us, by us. We're talking about the intersection of black culture and soccer. We are back in full effect. Got your boy Grego here. Got the homies TK back here on the ones and twos. Rashad is out voting. Coach Tony is on the men. He got he got injured just after coming back last week, so he is on the men. Hope everything's going out with you, brother. But we got some of the all stars back on back on the squad. Uh, welcome back to the to the stage for the first time. Actually, you've been here. Technically, it's been like two or three times. We only caught about one of them because of your internet. But we got. We got Bill Bridges from uh, Black Flyers, man. What's going on with you, man? Nothing much. Being black and living. We're, we're, we're. We, like I said, we got TK back. He is uh, definitely on Baby Watch now. Like I say, it could ba- basically happen in the middle of this of this episode, so you never know, man. What's, what's good with you, bro? You literally have to leave. You're right. <laughs> if, if, if you see this on YouTube, like you see that, that TK already has his jacket on as we speak, and so yeah, he's he's ready to roll. But uh, but yes, uh, thank y'all, thank you guys for listening. Of course, you can catch us on on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Google Podcasts. Just about it anywhere. Even even iHeartRadio, we're on we're on there too. But yeah, definitely uh, whatever your podcast app of choice is, make sure you look us up, FTCU TV, and uh, show us some love. Um, you know, it's definitely been still a very hectic week in the culture. You know, but hey, soccer's you know about to about to uh, pick back up. We got EPLs coming back this weekend. Serie coming back this weekend. No, uh, oh, oh, La Liga's coming back this weekend. Uh, we're almost, we're, we're almost there as far as the the, the big leagues. Uh, they're all back back in session, so I, it's almost back to normal. It's almost like COVID didn't even happen. Hold up, is it still real? COVID? What is that? I heard it was a thing. I heard. I know I did. The thing that's been kicking my hospital's ass. Man, yo, top flight been working hard, man. I appreciate you, man. You know. <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> it's just one of those things, you know. You never thought you'd live through it in your lifetime, but now that you did, you're just hoping you get to the end soon enough. We talked about last week, Mayor Mayor Mama here, uh, uh, Mayor Keisha uh, spanking us, but, yo, Mayor Lori been, been whooping y'all ass for a minute. Uh, well, Lori came out with Lori's been hitting us with the one-two combo like it ain't nobody's business. She ain't playing, and she 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 throwing them bows like ain't nobody's business. <laughs> like she drew them bridges up. She was like, <laughs> "No downtown for you." She made it so that uh, she hit the CTA. She shut down the entire CTA. Like I don't know if you understand. To shut down the entire CTA. It's a big deal. It's a and, big, big deal. And she she was really, she was cutthroat. People only found out about CTA getting cut off 20 minutes before it did. Oh, so shit. it's literally, so you got a notification on your phone, CTA shut down. If you were downtown, the bridges were drawn up. 
and you couldn't get no public transportation out, you were screwed. So how are we, so how's everybody getting home? I'm, I'm assuming by now it's you know it's at least you know at least on a limited schedule. Like how's people how are people getting home? Oh no no she 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 lifted it. It was just, it was very difficult to get home. That's you know you have to get rides or you have to find you have to find something. That's all you could do. Um, luckily, you know things have somewhat subsided. In the sense that uh, the uh, curfew's been lifted, mm-hmm. but here's the thing: we all know she ain't gonna hesitate to throw that down if she got to. She's just waiting for folks to cut up. <laughs> yeah, so like, of course, you know, we'll, we're gonna follow back up on last week's uh, episode in the second half of the show. But like, what? How's the uh, vibe been in? Um, but in Chicago, like with all the protests, uh, I think it's just with the protests and everything. It's just really been, uh, it's really been just a strange time mm-hmm. because you have the protests going on, you know, yeah, people trying to get their points across, a lot of looting happening, a lot of rioting, um. You have horseback riders uh questions getting accused of stealing police horses and they're not. And then the well, what, what are we doing with a horse? What are we doing with a horse? <laughs> Look, my man came through with a horse and led the protest. Like <laughs> I'm sure y'all saw the video. No, they're no, playing I my man. It, they were I playing think... my kind of town. And this dude just comes around <laughs> on his horse, <laughs> and he decides to lead a bunch of bikers <laughs> down the street. That's wild. That's wild. That's insane, man. Listen, uh, this week we got EPL coming back. I feel like we have to rewind real quick and kind of let everybody know where things stand back in back in Europe, like we did with the Bundesliga. England looks like Liverpool is going to be able to, to get their crown after all because they're about a good uh, 25 points ahead of everybody. And so within like a game or two, that title is going to be clinched. Uh, Man City is in second with 57. Leicester is with 53. Chelsea with 48. And uh, my boys, Man United, are with 45. So it looks like if nothing else, everybody's basically – fighting for whoever's going to get the European spots aside from Liverpool being champs. That don't even sound right, but that's 2024, you man. Like, Liverpool can be champs only in 2020. That that happened. So let's see here. And you know what? Syria is about to get a catch the biggest break in the world because they won't have any fans to mess up their racism counter. So... And they actually have a pretty tight race. Uh, Juventus at, at 63 points, Lazio at 62, and then there's a little break between Inter Milan, Atalanta, and Roma. And then also in Spain, we got Barcelona with 58, Real Madrid with 56, Sevilla with 47, and Real Sociedad with 46. So, I mean, aside from 
from England, we actually got some pretty decent races uh, that are to finish up the season. Um, what are y'all looking forward to? Probably more than anything La Liga at this point, because that's the only title race that I really think is going to be a title race. Yeah, like I think like before uh, before the, everything got shut down, basically uh, Real and Barcelona have been been flip flopping for a minute, and I think at least for the for the leagues that have a close race, it'd be good to at least get a conclusion. Say, hey, let's let's see where this goes. Of course, in Europe, like we mentioned last week, like they're still going to be able to travel to each stadium and everything. Like unlike here, you know, I think that being able to see that conclude and actually get like a definite winner, I'd, I would have hated to have seen at least those leagues not get their proper conclusion. You know what I mean? Because it'd be like I'd be mad as hell. I'd be like I'm I'm two points behind and I got this and I got this this close to possibly getting the winning the league. And it's like nah, you got to start all over next year and you know figure shit out. Like that would have been fucked up. So I mean, I would have denied denied uh, Liverpool the title. I think they would have got it. The title. Anybody worry about Liverpool? Anybody worry about them? Fuck them. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I'm just saying. I'm more worried about my West Ham because uh bit too close to the bottom of the table right now and uh, getting a bit tight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, every game matters from here on out because they're not about to get no excuses now that they restarting. Uh, in England, they've been doing the inter-squad friendlies, like, you know, basically, like, you know, squad versus squad. And, like, it, it just reminds me of, like, if you ever played FIFA and you're playing someone on live and they, and they decide to pick the same squad as you, and I'm like, bitch, like, you know, like, you know this is the team that I, that I chose, man. Why are, you, why are you picking the same damn team? Like, that, that shit would always piss me off to no end. And to actually see it happen in real life, I'm like that. All I could do was just think about that, and I'm like, that's funny as hell. <laughs> or maybe it's not funny because it's getting quite quiet. <laughs> Got to tend to the lady. Right I back. mean, it's just, I guess. Speak your mind, Phil. I guess for me, it's it's kind of uh, one of those situations. I'm getting my thoughts out. Uh, it's just uh, hearing about the scrimmages, and it's like it's like the matches that matter. Like I need that to get me going. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you, you can be your reserve. If you lose your reserve, then uh, it's a good chance some of those reserve players should be starting, and that's not what you want. Ashton Hilaire getting outplayed by Jordan Hugel. I just don't need that in my life. So uh, it's really just a matter of making sure that they're as match fit as they can be. Uh, they won't be 100% match fit. It'll be a struggle this first uh, weekend, but maybe by weekend two, three, things should get back into full flow. My mm-hmm. question's going to be, Watching the Bundesliga and how teams been playing without the fans, how this affects a lot of teams going forward. Because 
you know, home field advantage is not going to really be a thing. It's going to feel like it's a neutral venue. Let, time let, out. let me ask you this, because, of course, we got we got into it with uh, with uh, Abe uh, last week. Like, what, What's been your thoughts on on the uh, empty environment and, then, of course, the the, the piped in crowd noise? What's, what's been your view on that? I mean, it's a nice gesture, but you know when you look up, there's not going to be any fans there. So mm. I don't know what it really does for you long term. And it just feels like it's empty calories, basically. Hmm. I mean, of course, what they get on the on the pitch as compared to what we get on TV, apparently, are two different things. Uh, I know they get like a little bit of crowd noise, but not. I mean, nothing to where it's like you don't you don't feel if if there's supposed to be seventy thousand in the stadium, you don't feel that seventy thousand. You just feel it's like, hey, you're you're. You're in a. You basically are just focusing on what's there in front of you on on the pitch. So you know you don't have the the distraction, or maybe the, the, you know the you're not boosted by the crowd. So that that dynamic has definitely been uh, like I said, interesting to see, and it's going to be more to see like, like how the other leagues um, adjust to it. Of course, just like how we said last week, as soon as the the last week's episode came out, MLS and CBA uh, got got worked out. It doesn't sound like the players are all too happy with how this actually went. It sounds like um, the league tried to strong arm, strong arm the players' association into you know getting the deal done. Now, mind you, I think it's still mostly favorable for for the players, but I guess you know. How the how the league went about it definitely left a bad taste in a lot of players' mouths, and even for what I was able to read from the um, agreement, it sounds like if they aren't making a certain amount of money in a couple of years, they'll be able to back out, and we're back right back at the, at the drawing board. And you know, this this upcoming decade, you know, with the World Cup coming in 2026, that's going to be both the league and the players are going to be trying to get as much money as possible going into that World Cup. So it's going to be uh, very telling as far as how the relationship continues to build or perhaps even um, devolve between the, uh, the Players Association and the players. Uh, did y'all get any uh, vibes up in Chicago? Uh, I haven't heard much from the players regarding the CBA, uh, but the sentiment is pro- is pretty much the same across the board. Haven't been really happy with uh, how they went about the business of getting it done. Uh, another case of it's not the result, it's how you get there. Uh, did, the mean, did the end justify the means? And this is a case where it didn't really. You damaged the relationship with the players for pretty much nothing. You're going to lose the next CBA based off this because now the players have this in their back pocket when you go to the negotiation tables again. And that'll be in, what, uh, 2025, I believe? That's that's when it's supposed to expire. But like I said, um, it, it sounds like there are some outs that uh, they, could, they could back out of it sooner than that. You know, I'm sure the, the league would prefer to – keep that all the way to the end, but 
it, it sounds like if, if the money ain't looking right, I, I can almost guarantee that the players will try to back out and renegotiate as soon as possible. Oh, they will. Uh, they definitely will. MLS can't afford to have that happen. Uh, it's the last thing they would want to happen, which is which confuses me even more when they decided to try to threaten the lockout. But uh, Garber going to do what Garber going to do. I mean, it could be worse. It could be like basically baseball and, you know, they don't know what the hell is about to happen there. But at least we know we got the Orlando tournament um, set. Uh, looks like it's going to be starting at around the beginning of of uh, next month. Hell, we even got USL. That like they're about to come back uh, next month as well. Like matter of fact, they'll be starting a thing on the on July 11th. Staking them in League One. We'll start a week after that. So, you know, hey, if nothing else, you know, we we got we got American soccer coming back. So, uh, I guess that's good. You know, I, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Let's take a quick break and pay these bills. You got a lot to catch up on as far as from last week's episode and then also some updates from that. But uh, yeah, hang back and we'll be right back. FTCUTD. And we are back. Did you guys vote? Please tell me y'all voted. I bet it was for an incumbent. What about what about you, Bill? I did not vote. <gasps> I did not vote because there's no elections going on right now. There's Is no there primaries. primaries. My primaries, I did vote. I did vote. Okay. Okay. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Look, I don't want. I don't need Killer Mike on my neck. I don't need him on me. Hey man, we didn't to do though man because like if we were we would be looking at uh polls or with the candidates who actually suited our our uh, agendas and there's nobody on there at least in georgia in my district it was pathetic man i mean you know of course here like it's funny because i'm, I'm still uh Registered back at my older days, I, I, I hadn't switched yet, so like I'm still up here instead of being down here. So, um, so like up up there, like it, I had no problem. Like I was able to vote within five minutes, really. But you know, obviously, all, with all the reports here in in the Atlanta area, uh, it's been a hot mess in in possibly at least half the city, and like it's very funny, especially given the current climate with the protests, with, with the riots, that you like you see why voting, you know, it, it definitely matters because you have people who are actively trying to remove your ability to vote because you have people who are afraid of what you bring. And don't forget system to the newest technology. You have to stay in contact with the people, the voting department. Man, oh, garbage. <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> you know, like, like I said, it, it's there are people who are actively fighting against, you know, people like us, our ability to vote. 
and you know it only it only lets you know that your vote does count, and that's why they don't want you to vote because they know it counts, and that's you know whether it's Georgia, uh, South Carolina, Mississippi, you know wherever there's a a large contingent of minorities, black, brown, Asian, whatever, uh, you know, they try their best to limit our ability to, uh, to, sp- to speak our power. And that's massively unfortunate, of course. And that actually kind of leads us um, to, you know, uh, last week's episode, of course, uh, we were able to have Ava Pody from uh, President of uh, Minnesota Wonderwall on the show and, uh, you know, get his thoughts. Um, you know, appreciate him coming on and, you know, get, giving us um, his perspective on things going up there. Of course, the, the pro- uh, protests haven't stopped. You know, in some places, the riots haven't stopped. It's, in fact, it's probably getting even more lit than, than, uh, than it was when we last uh, recorded last week. And before we recorded uh, that episode, uh, I was reached out, uh, uh, hit up by Jason Davis at the J- uh, JD and the Rod show. Uh, we've, uh, been in contact with each other for about two years now. And, uh, uh, we were able to, uh, share our episode over on their platform last week. And, uh, just wanted to say, you know, quick, a quick, uh, shout out and thanks to, uh, to those guys for putting our message on, on, on their show. Uh, from the feedback that I got from him, you know, on uh, over on their Patreon, there was a lot of uh, uh, good feedback and, of course, feedback on our side as well. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you do leave your feedback on uh, on our Apple podcast page or whatever your uh, preferred uh, platform is, YouTube. I don't think um, Anchor does comment. They, do, they, do, they still do voicemail, right, TK? Uh, Anchor Okay. Okay. And uh, that would be dope. We would love to hear. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I said, whichever platform you're on, if we get new comments, if we get new uh, feedback, we'll definitely uh, uh, read it on the show and, um, you know, share what y'all think. Uh, We're happy to hear hear about it. But yeah, but there was one crazy thing that kind of came from, uh, came out of all this. Uh, U.S. soccer. Um, I guess they, they forgot that, you know, they had this ban on, on, uh, on protesting the, uh, Fuck that shit. <laughs> on the anthem, of course, uh, a couple of years back during the, of course, the, the last major, uh, pr- police brutality protests, um, uh, Megan Rapino uh, protested during, uh, during a friendly end which subsequently led to a ban on protesting during the anthem. Now with the new administration and new and people are realizing that, oh yeah, I was wrong. That now they're like, yeah, we need to walk that shit back. Um, like what are y'all thoughts on that? It's hilarious. It's hilarious to see US soccer now having to eat crow uh on this and you know what? They it, it's the least they deserve. It's the least they deserve after how they've acted over the past few years. And um, 
it's just kind of ironic that now of all times, uh, that it wasn't the lawsuits. It wasn't any of that, that, uh, that got them to rethink how they're doing things. It literally took their, uh, it literally took other leagues deciding, you know what, we're just going to not do anything for them to finally understand that we probably shouldn't be doing this. It took mm-hmm. them the NFL. Oh, we'll get, we'll get on them in a second. Oh, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's funny because, one, people have been trying to obviously point this shit out for years and decades and, and all that stuff. That Yeah, this problem has been here for a while. And I guess with, with what's happened with the George Floyd incident is one, this is taken over in a way that honestly I did not expect it to because you know it wasn't like this like it wasn't like this for Trayvon Martin. It wasn't like this for Philando Castile. It's like this here is like something finally registered with everybody and then they said, oh shit, like this this here is wrong. And it's like we told you bitches. <laughs> you know but um it's you know you see protests you see protests all over all over you're even seeing protests in asia which you know for those who don't know the relationships between a lot of asian communities and black people have have, haven't always been the greatest so for even for them to you know see that hey this shit's fucked up you know it, it says a lot and um you know i i think my my only question now is just obviously what's next because it will be very sad to have all these protests and have all these riots and then you know come November sixth we're like yeah you know we're back to where shit was before you know there's been a lot of talk about uh, defund the police uh, in a lot of in a lot of cities I've been looking at that myself because I wasn't the most uh, researched on that. I've been looking into that in the past uh, couple of couple of days, and I actually like the idea. You know, I think that police are—they do a lot that they don't, that they shouldn't be doing, and it's because you take money out from social services and education, and you put that into police, and basically shit that police shouldn't be doing, they end up having to, they end up being the go-to contact. And, mm-hmm. and that's where, you know, especially like, like if, in, like in, in a school environment, like, you know, like high school or middle school, you know, in some cases, kids are getting their first real interaction with police, you know, at a very early age and you're already building that antagonistic relationship. And, you know, if you want to build positive relationships between the public and police, it ain't going to start with, you know, uh, police cracking up, cracking kids upside their head at like 13, 14 years old. Like that's not going to work. You're, you're actually building, you know, that, that, that hate relationship, that, that hate, uh, that, that abusive relationship. That's odd. Like what, what are you guys thoughts on that? I think that there is. 
with um like first officer and school program mm-hmm. um, that was my experience yeah um, i'm yeah i had that so i i had a very good relationship with my resource officer um one was a woman one was a man a white man one was a black woman mm-hmm. so, uh, I think that that has its particular um, positive benefits to it. So as long as you're not um, just giving this excess amount to the police where you could have social services being more properly funded or teachers being more compensated or whatever you wanted to spend that money on wiser, um, I think that's what really is part of the issue. There also is like you have the police are now responding to people who have mental issues and that they're the, they're now the go-to for a whole range, like a gauntlet of shit to deal with. And they're not even equipped to deal with all they get taught is what nine weeks and police training in the Academy to do the same tactics that it's, it's ingrained. They learn this in the Academy. So think about that. It goes, this is the first thing they do. They put on their little shirts that says cadet or whatever academy, and then they learn how to take someone down with their knee on the back, which could easily slide right up on their neck, which we've seen multiple times in multiple countries. So also what we need to do is get people in the right places to nominate. That's what we need to do by November 6th. Otherwise, we won't. it won't matter if we go to vote. They can hold us up all they want, but if there's no one who's going to, you know, actually fight for your agenda in office in actual position, you got to vote for them. You got to run for Congress. That, there's got to be that person, you know? So mm-hmm. like, that's what we, we killer Mike said, got to strategize, organize, plot, plan, execute, whatever, fuck, you know, all this thing. What, what you got, Phil? Well, my whole thing is, uh, I, when people say defund the police, I think you have the people who get, uh, who crush their purses and their pearls and be like, oh no, how could you say that? You know, well, next time you're in trouble, you be like, hey, cut that, cut that out. What it's really about is reallocating some of the funds that you have because not everything has to go into, you know, uh, like one of the major things is demilitarizing the police force. Right. You don't need to be investing some money into what they got. Like you look at some of the weapons they have, you know, all this, all this stuff they get and they use it. What? Maybe once, maybe twice. If anything, if ever. And it's like, you keep investing in getting these new toys for them. Like they're supposed to be going to war with us. And that's the problem. It feels like you're continuously building an army and trying to replenish them with weapons and new types of weapons to win a war. You shouldn't be fighting a war against your people. Psychological. That's psychological right there, man. Like, that's some puppeteer shit right there. That's some real puppeteer shit. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I said, and I've been preaching it for, you know, the past few few weeks on the show, you know, at the end of the day, regardless of what color you are, everyone just trying to live. You know, we ain't trying to 
do anyone more dirty, dirty than, than the next. You know, we just all want to live. You know, and if we can do our thing in peace and you do your thing in peace, then hey, it'll, it, it is what it is. And um, how can I how can I put it? Um, like I said, I, I, I want to see more done. And I'm ready to see more done. You know, because it's clear that people are angry. It's clear that people want change, and you know that's and that's why that's why you have that's why you have to vote, and that's why people are fighting against your ability to. And that's that that means that you need to protect you need to protect that privilege just as much. So if you're in Atlanta and you ordered a black culture jersey, get with us directly. Uh, Mayor Kane, he actually was in Chicago uh, last week and uh, was able to link up with uh, with our guys at uh, Clubhouse Athletic. And because um, uh, for those of you who don't know, Post Office has been backed up, up up there just as they've been in a lot of different um, cities. So what we did was we said, hey, we'll just take the uh, orders that are here in Atlanta and – we'll be able to uh, meet up, either meet up, or if we still need to mail it out to you, we can do that too. But however you want to arrange that, you know, get with us uh, on the socials, FTC, UTD, whichever uh, platform is your preference. And, um, you know, we'll uh, we'll work it out with however, however you need to. Also, uh, coming soon on the on the culture shop, ftcutd.myshopify.com. Uh, of course, we've had the culture established shirts for a while now um, in, in the unisex sizes, but we actually are coming out with official women's sizes. Um, actually giving a shout, shout out to not just MLS teams, um, USL, we're also giving a shout out to NWSL teams, so like Orlando Pride, uh, Chicago uh, Red Stars. Uh, we are uh, coming out with that. Matter of fact, by the time you hear this episode, they will be, should be online, so definitely hit up FTCUTD.myshop.com myshopify.com and get at ladies get at you at your shirts and all that stuff um anything else you got uh to you guys said like, you about to have, you about to be a dad probably by the time we get up next week <laughs> yeah man uh it's getting really really doctor thanks she's been at labor for days now <laughs> What about what about you? What about you, Phil? Uh, you uh, you about to be a dad this, next week? Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, nah, fam, nah. You know, uh, uh, at this point, you know, I'm just looking forward to 25, getting a age 25. So uh, uh, I'm good on the kids for right now. Man, 25, man. If I, if I had that that age right now, man, you, I, I wouldn't know what to do with myself, man. But um. But yeah, so anything I don't know what to do with self now. Um, anything that's been going good with the with the Black Fires? No, um, like uh, how things have been going with the new fire regime? Man, uh, our Twitter has been so so interesting. Um, it's been touch and go with the front office. You know, uh, the re- there's a lot going on in terms of just trying to be able to work with them, get them to understand where we're coming from and just work forward to be better and have a better relationship going forward with the front office. Did they ever make a statement with with the George Floyd stuff? 
Um, so they made they made a statement, and then today they had a Black Lives Matter uh, video. They had a video for Black Lives Matter after we kind of had to nudge them for it, but they did it. They did it. Okay. So um, they did that. Um, they we had to deal with our own situation uh, uh, with an issue with Mimi's. Uh, the sandwich slot they were trying to partner up with. Uh, one of their guys, uh, he just went on a whole spiel. Uh, did, did 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 he all white? Did he all lives matter? You guys? He went one step worse. He compared Black Lives Matters to the KKK. So. Oh, he's one of those guys. Okay. Okay. Say 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 no more. Say yeah. no more. Want to step further, and everyone was livid, and. Everyone was about to set it off with the fire front office, but they responded quickly. They responded quickly. Uh, they uh, cut off the relationship. Uh, and so the sound shop has been going into total turmoil. Is that really so? And uh, there's that. And then just going forward, trying to work with the club on, you know, they set a deadline for November 1st as to bringing out programs. Uh, to help uh, grow the game in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have some feelings on setting setting that far that far down the line, but I get it, I guess. Uh, but uh, personally, Blackfires have been trying to work uh, every day at this point to uh, help build a foundation and help work on certain plans to help to grow the game through the community as soon as we can. And that's where we're at right now. Unfortunately, with COVID, you know, a lot of plans, uh, they're going to be tough to work on, but we're going to make an effort to get it done. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you know, of course, we've talked, we talk privately all the, all the time, and, you know, you, you guys know how how, how we th- how we think of you guys and hopefully, hopefully the uh, ownership, you know, realizes you, especially what black fires has to offer, let alone, you know, the black community in, in Chicago. So, you know, I, I know it's very easy to get discouraged and frustrated, but you know, if, if not, if not now, when, if not you, then who? So, you know, just keep at it. But, um, yeah, let's get up and uh, two up and two down. Let's get up and um, up in this. Uh, what you got, TK? Up. My soon to be been daughter been born. Y'all, y'all got a name yet? Nah, man, I'm not gonna reveal that at this point in time. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> um, and um. Yeah, I don't know. If I... Down is the like I just touched on a little bit earlier. I was a uh, you know a little disappointed with uh, my personal experience in voting, and uh, just uh, wanted to see this mass and you know that we have going on with such the energy to continue to get the message out there to just actually develop into something that is a positive change that will affect everyone 
So, um, I don't really too much have a, you know, I'm just happy to, you know, have a baby and <laughs> yeah, just get a little bit of this political shit off my heart. So, uh, yeah, that's all. all right, that's it for me, I guess. Really, I'm two up two now. What, what about them? What about them, Karens? Man, <laughs> we can shout out the Karens. That's like a little bonus. You know? I, I don't know. Oh, and gonna... the Kips, especially the Kips. <laughs> the Kips. I don't have a personal story on the Karen and Kips, but I, I certainly do love to uh, to see them. Uh, the one here in Atlanta with the lawyer. That was funny as shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what we can keep doing is keep this energy up. Call fucking racists out, man. Call, and make sure these people are, uh, they have some sort of spotlight on them, you know, let us show them for who they really are. They want to fucking be a big boy and big girl with the character. What's good? What you got? What you got? You got any two ups? You got any two downs? What you got? Um, first of all, just, uh, First up to uh, actually, let me go with my downs. My first down goes out to Timber's Army. Um, yeah, I just want to let y'all know uh, y'all really dropped the ball uh, with Milo. Milo deserves a lot better than what you all given him, and you all can create as many committees for the committees for the committees as you want. Uh, you're still not doing right by him, and until you do uh, for the to be the organization that says they're the shining light of diversity. Yeah. Really just showed how much, uh, bullshit that was. So, uh, there's my down that takes up my two downs, honestly. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, there's a, uh, supporter with, uh, I think it's the one of the one Oh seventh and, uh, one Oh seven is. Yeah. Um, uh, Milo Reed. And, uh, if you, uh, catch his, uh, uh, Twitter account, he, out a letter basically stating that Timber's Army hasn't been, you know, properly re- responding to the, you know, sensitivities of the black community up, up in the Portland supporter community. And that doesn't sound like the, 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 the response has been the most proactive. And, um, you know, we actually uh, have been looking to get in touch with, uh, with Milo because, of course, part of what, what we are is, you know, we're a network, you know, you know, regardless of where you are around the country or around the world, you know, you want to connect. And uh, so, yeah, if you know Milo Reed and you hear this, I know uh, Bill and, uh, and Jake do, you know, have, have them hit, hit us up. We definitely would love to talk. Um, but uh, let's, uh, so my two up and two down. Oh, did you have any, any ups? Um, my ups, uh, Belarusian football and uh, FK Slutsk. Um, you know, during this pandemic, they've been uh, one of the interesting stories of the soccer world. You know, just a small team that uh, apparently uh, everyone got hooked on, including me. Uh, and just seeing this team try to challenge for the Belarusian uh, the, uh, first division title has been a fun ride. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, big ups to them for getting us through this, uh, through these tough times during COVID nineteen. Even if their president doesn't believe it exists, really. That's wild. Yeah. Hey, actually, on the football man, uh, let me squeeze one back in. 
big ups to Chelsea. We got Team of Verna coming uh coming to us. And uh, we also so, where, so uh, where's that lead, Tammy? Right, Tammy, you gonna sell Tammy? Ah. Uh, <laughs> like, let me know. I mean, I don't know if Tammy gonna feel good about that. You gonna try try to turn Tammy into a winger? No, actually, Timo's the winger. He'll play him on the left side. Tammy's in the middle. And where then where does that lead Pulsey? Right. right. So where does Mason Mount go? Mount gets dropped down to center. That's by Kai Havertz. Then he gets knocked to the bench. And then we have the baddest youngsters team in the whole nation. So, hey, let's go on that note. But we'll see. Uh, RLC is back full health. So, we'll see. There's like a little bit of transfer rumor starting to twinkle around. Manchester United, they might actually get Sancho maybe next uh, next window. I could buy that. I could buy that totally. They're going to have to spend all the – they're going to have to spend a lot of money. Uh, one way well, didn't, didn't, San- they- didn't Sancho get fined for getting a haircut? Yes, I, you know what? I bet he'll do it again. Hey, you know, this pandemic man, times have been rough. Like, not everybody is meant to just grow their shit out. Like, some people need that, need the edge ups, need to, you know, make sure their face look clean and everything. Like, especially for everybody that's, you know, has been trying hard to stay within their quarters and stay at home. Like if you would get a chance to go outside, it's like, yeah, I'll make sure I look presentable and shit. Like, you know, it's not everybody can do the, the whole Uggs and, and uh sweatpants look. Not everybody, not everybody can do that. Like some people have, you know, they care about their appearance and care about, you know, how they present themselves. And I don't blame them. You know, hopefully he at least did it in, a, in, a, in, a, in an environment that was safe for him and the barber and all that stuff. But yeah. Let's not be petty here. Like, you know, haircut ain't nothing, especially if you do it right. But, um, yeah. um COVID has been tested when it comes back for the lead and all that. So there, there's your proof in the pudding. What's your two up? <laughs> um, my, two, my, my up is dedicated to all the cities and states that have been knocking down Confederate statues. I need to express to you how necessary this is for the overall healing of this country. The Confederate Army basically fought on the premise of maintaining slavery. Anyone who tells you different is feeding you bullshit. What I have never quite understood is how, despite the fact that you basically fought against a, a a nation that wanted to keep keep a, a way of life that basically would have, especially given um, TK and our, and our location, basically would have meant that I would have been a slave. Because I was born in North Carolina. I was raised in Virginia. I live in Atlanta, all states of the Confederacy. And obviously with with the Union winning, why would you want to keep praising a side that said, Hey, you don't, you should not be free. Like that, like that, the logic behind that makes absolute no sense. Don't give me nothing about it's about heritage, not hate. Like, no, that heritage was built on hate. And 
the idea that you have statues all over the South saying, hey, no, we we know this guy owned slaves and wanted to maintain this way of life. But, yeah, he, he, he deserves, you know, to be honored. I'm like, no, 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 no. And that's that's something that, you know, a lot has been long overdue, you know, like even like the um, uh, one of the former director of the, the CIA, uh, David Petraeus, he's a used to be a general in the army. Even he said like there because there are military bases that are named after Confederate uh, uh, people in the Confederacy. Like what sense does that make? You fought against these guys. And like the whole mentality of there's a place for that as far as the history books and museums. But as far as just public tributes that's that shit's got to go you know so shout out to richmond shout out to baltimore uh shout out to every area that's that's made the proactive move to say hey this as a result of these protests that's one thing that absolutely has to go and that's that's absolutely huge if we are to ever get anywhere past uh, a point of of where racism is in the dominant conversation in America, that has to change. There's just no way around it. Um, what else I got? Oh, um, I, and not to mention on top of that, shout out to the Netherlands. Um, they uh, are, they announced today that they are getting rid of the Black Pete uh, tradition for those of you who don't know is kind of like a holiday tradition that where uh basically a white guy dresses up in blackface and kind of like a like an elf of some sort and obviously that's that's caught controversy in in the netherlands and in europe for a while they're saying they're done with that so uh shout out to that my one down um is uh politicians p- uh pandering um, we had a very awkward situation, uh, was it yesterday with, uh, with the, uh, the senators, uh, dressing up in the kente cloth <laughs> and, uh, you know, I get it. Uh, people, uh, politicians, one, you gotta keep in mind that a lot of politicians are, are, are there in an election year. So you have to endear yourself more than you might normally would if you were up for re-election. Um, but at the same time, you don't have to, you know, be all extra with just, you know, whatever it is that you are trying to do, get that done. You know, there's been, uh, proposals, uh, put out as far as, uh, police reform and, uh, you know, trying to fix what is wrong in our law enforcement system. Just do that. You don't have to, you know, basically dress up in costume just to do that. You know, I've had, um, uh, some interesting conversations, you know, in the past week following uh, last week's episode. And, you know, people, you know, you have black people, white people, Asians, Latinos, all, all of that. Um, you know, people are trying to figure out, you know, like, like where does their voice fit in what's going on right now? I think the big thing that people need to understand is that it is okay to say, I don't know. And it's okay to say, I want to learn. You know, if you're not sure what to say, but you want to learn, just say, hey, I don't know. Like that was me 
to, today because like I'm still you know learning about you know what does defund the police mean like I like I've been looking at that the past couple of days and wanting to get more information. We don't always you know have all the answers, and if you don't have all the answers, ask. You know it's, it's, it is absolutely okay to ask, and I hope that you know with with asking comes understanding and comes you know. A, a new perspective that you might not have had before. And I think that's necessary to build a, a, a comprehensive opinion and hopefully some understanding, you know, because that's, you know, what everybody wants um, out of what's going on. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I think that uh, that's, that's the biggest thing to come. Like I said, if, 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 it's okay not to know. I think that's the biggest thing. It's, it's okay to know, okay to not know, and but make sure that you are in a, you are open to learning because in most cases, just like this podcast here, we'll give you an earful. But I'm glad that you guys were able to uh, sit through this uh, with us. Uh, of course, uh, you'll be able to catch the For the Culture podcast every Wednesday in your major podcast apps. Yeah, get your uh, videos on on our YouTube channel. Again, make sure you uh, leave a leave a comment, leave a, uh, make sure you subscribe, you know, and hit us up. You know, uh, we are always accessible. We are always free for that smoke. Could we get that smoke from black fires? Phil, I'm glad you were on this, this week. Where can the people find y'all on the socials? So first and foremost, you want to find us on Twitter at fires underscore black black fires black and proud so that's where you're going to find us mainly and um yeah go ahead give us a follow and uh we've got some things going on got some works that are under the wraps got some big plans going forward so keep your eyes out for that cool 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 again I'm glad that your internet held up for most of the episode. You know, we'll make it, we'll make it work, <laughs> But, um, you know, wow. as always, as always, you, Jake, and Welly, and everybody up there, keep up the great work up there. Um, but yeah, man, um, hopefully, man, rocks. <laughs> but you would, you would come when, when we're about to wrap up. But well, we gonna keep this call going after we finish recording. But uh, but yes, you can catch on the social FTC UTD. Uh, make sure you hit uh, us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're we're still on TikTok. We'll figure that shit out one of these days when we're actually finally able to get all together one one day. But um, but yeah, for Pops TK, we're coach for. Uh, for Rashad, for me, for Phil, for Jake, for Rocks, who came in all super late. But hey, we ain't gonna knock him for that. But yes, uh, <laughs> the coach is real. Coach everywhere again. COVID ain't dead. It's still going. Stay safe in these streets. Don't be crazy. We'll see y'all soon, and we out.